Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. I'm kind of excited for this one. Same. I love this one. <laughs> you know what? Let's dive in. Screw it. Welcome to the Nurtric Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. And again, more importantly, our guest is back with them, back with us. Welcome back, Katie. Yeah. Howdy. Yeah. We convinced you to stick around for another one. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I think this this may be um, I kind of like doing the ones that, that people don't maybe like as much or are there's some like controversy behind. But I'm I'm excited for this one. Um, but we're going to do DS9 season one, episode nine, move along home. Original air date, March 14th, 1993. Um, nominated for with, Emmy. It was. It nominated was. For, what? Yep. Uh, for, for hair. For hair. For hair. For hair. Yeah, yeah, for their hairstyle, for the hairstyling. Yep. Oh my word, uh, I didn't know that. Still counts as as it's a uh, nominated episode. Oh, it's a nominated exactly. episode. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's something. So weird or to think worst about. idea for an alien race ever. Let's just scribble some stuff across their forehead <laughs> and call it a day. Like <laughs> we have some of that trill blue body paint. Let's just <laughs> smear it across. That's most aliens in Star Trek. They're just like, what can we do to their foreheads? Mm-hmm. Usually it's not like something written in Sanskrit or something across their head, like a like a basic bitch tattoo. Like it's just, it's just a tramp stamp on their big old forehead. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I, I have a feeling David did not like this one. <laughs> Gee, Jeff, you think? <laughs> it's just funny because I kind of enjoyed it yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> How much did you smoke before you watched it? I, I, I was a little That tired. was probably the best scene was watching all these people who are usually stoic having to do this little kid hopscotch thing. <laughs> yep. Let's start with Katie. Katie, what are your, because you were, I, I told you which episode we were to do and you like got very excited. Oh my gosh. When, when you sent it and I read it, I actually, I was eating dinner and I just went <laughs> like the deepest little chuckle. Like, oh, this is going to be good. Cause I haven't rewatched it in ages, but you see the memes everywhere. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm notoriously into the horrible, like fan divisive episodes of, Oh, it's just a fun, goofy one or, Oh, I hate it. And this one certainly fits that bill. So I'm fascinated to hear what you guys think, but personally, I like it. <laughs> it's just silly. That's awesome. I know it is. And I do too. I like it too. And all of the actors hated it. Yes. So... That's what makes it even better is they just, Buys that. Yeah, nobody liked this. And they've all said <laughs> think, it. Armin said it. Avery has said it. Michael Pillar and, and Berman interviews. have said it. Yeah. Like, they, and they're just they like, like, what's your least favorite episode? And they're like, Alan Moraine, count to four. Alan Moraine, then three. But they don't even say the episode title. They just start singing. 
<laughs> that's amazing. But it, it is. Does. I mean, but this this kind of reminds me of like it's like a holodeck episode, essentially. It's just yeah, it is kind of silly. I mean, it could have been. Just, yeah, this could, yeah on TNG this would have been a holodeck episode. Yeah, yeah. fail, totally. safe, fail, and they're stuck until they figure out how to. It's get basically what it is. It's a little box that projects a holodeck and does all the other stuff to them. No, you you are correct, Jeff, in that I did not like this one. However, I'm not sure if you can guess the reason I do not like it because I have no problem with a silly episode. Can you guess okay. why I do not like this episode? Oh. You know me. You know me well. I don't know if Phil and I definitely know our guest wouldn't be able to, but you might. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just like all those. Like if I don't get this right now, I'm screwed. Um, I don't know. Because so much is riding on this answer. Because <laughs> Ben and Jake didn't have the sex talk. Is that why? Well, that's, like, that's like one one hundredth. That's, that's part of it. I okay. wanted to see that because he was terrible at it to begin with. I was like, I want to see what oh, yeah. Prep Cisco has with this. He's talking about birds and bees and stuff like this, but he's like, uh, he, no, he's like, Dad, I've never seen a bird or a bee. We haven't been home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We live in space. Birds, <laughs> bees, and the species. Reason I have a hard time with this episode is because essentially what they're doing is they're gambling on a game of D and D. Four people in a oh. party trying to make it through a bunch of puzzles, and those were the absolute stupidest and worst puzzles you could ever find and put into play to make people solve. They were so ridiculously easy. Well, you know where they well, got the name of the game, right? What's the name of the game? Chula? No. It's a contraction of shoots and ladders. Because <laughs> that's no. basically what it is, a three-dimensional version of shoots and ladders. No. Yep. Okay. Now I hate I it did, even I just, more. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> like, I didn't make it's it. Any... fuel to the fire here. Yeah. Oh, that's but it is like a D and D game. Like, it is. Having the hopscotch thing on the floor was interesting enough, but they would have to. If you had a D and D game, they'd have to figure that out. They wouldn't have a little girl doing it, and then like, oh, just copy what she's doing. Like, you'd have the inscription on the wall, maybe on somewhere that they'd have to find. I don't know. And I get it. It's, they get through a bunch of puzzles in an, an hour. But, but it took them I, long enough to figure out just, that they had to do it. Like somebody almost got zapped by the damn force field because they couldn't figure out, yeah. oh, we just need to follow the girl and do what she does. Oh, oh yeah. that's so hard if they did go with the inscription thing and you just see on the walls just carved in Alamorane. Like the edge of a shank oh, or something. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That's exactly what you do is like a DM in a D&D game. You'd post something like that or a scrap of paper somewhere in the corner or something. <laughs> Can so can we reimagine this as like a really dark episode where it's like oh, drop yeah. drop the lighting? There's like like Alamarine scribbled into the walls and carved out like blood stains, With blood dripping down. Yeah. The child's <laughs> voice is just echoing off the walls, and the distance just Alamarine jumping yes. times. Oh, no. <laughs> Not even so with good. the words, just na 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 na, just the <laughs> <Yeah>. tone. Like <laughs> it just follows them. That'd be so good. Oh my gosh. That'd be the, so this good. Is a, there could be a good fan fiction rewrite in the works here. Anyone have some free time? We can make oh, this yeah, work. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. I wish we had free time. I know. <laughs> oh, Damn podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and then what they do, the one where they're choking on the smoke and then they have to drink. Yeah. And Julian's just like, yeah, I, I guessed. It was he fine. Guessed, yeah. Uh, it was going to die. I might as well die this while drinking. This could have been poison. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the only puzzles we see. And then they go into the cave and when the when the game's trying to like weed one of them out, but like that's the only puzzles that we that like the viewers ever see. Yeah. True. I kind of want to see more. Yeah. Well, then when 
they're like, oh, yes, we, I get to take one of your players. And they're just in a hallway. And the light just goes, mm, Julian. Zip. Like, come on, you could have <laughs> yeah. done something a little bit more. Something like, more elaborate, push him yeah. off of, like, uh, off the Grand Canyon or something. I don't know. Right. Just... <laughs> Add the drama. That, that, they have a budget, okay? They blew through a yeah. ton of budget on this episode. <laughs> a bunch of budget on there's, this. There's they doors. did. This was, a, this was the they second most ep- expensive episode of the first season next to the next to the um pilot why no. why because the metallic on their foreheads cost a lot with the <laughs> i think I, i'm pretty sure it was the set design for the oh, uh the all the hallways game. oh all the, having to re having to set up a whole nother set that's right they can't green screen that crap huh yeah it's cardboard <laughs> yeah and it was supposed to be even more complicated and ornate and stuff and they had to cut back on effects and stuff because of budget yeah mm. that explains a lot <laughs> Yeah, that would have been cooler, though. Well, and then I just love the whole, like, when when they find Julian in the game and he's screaming, he's like, I was trying to wake myself up. And you're like, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. But that one one kind of tracks. If I woke up in that, I'd be like, I'm in a dream. No, but then Kira and Dax are, like, rolling up. They're like, what are you doing? Well, he stopped as soon as he saw them. Like. I am I am 43 years old. I've never tried to wake myself up from a dream by screaming at myself. <laughs> no, you, oh, really? You You've never had lucid yourself. dreams, Phil? I, I always, that, like, if I'm trying to lucid dream or, like, if I think I'm in a dream, I'll just, like, pinch myself. And if I feel any kind of response, I'm like, oh, darn it, I'm in the real world. <laughs> but if you don't feel anything, then you're like, oh, good, let me go fly. And you just jump. <laughs> just have fun. Damn it, yeah. this is the real world. Ugh. Ugh dang it. Yeah. Every day, you know, wake Every up and just like, stupid reality. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, and and O'Brien's not in this one, but we get the other security guard, and he, he's not good because even Odo's like, the senior officers are missing. How have you not caught this? Yeah. He's not a good security officer. This guy, he's mm-hmm. not good. He sucks. He's kind of like just the 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 guy you work with, where you're just like, okay, yeah, they have you because they needed a warm body. Oh, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's Steve. He can fog a mirror. That's why he's here. He doesn't get yeah. promoted. They can't demote him. They mirror? can't fire him. I haven't heard that. That's a good one. I've never heard that. That's a great that. one. Oh my god, I use that all the time. Yeah, for for like useless people who just need to take up space. Yeah. Could fog a mirror. Just imagine a person breathing a onto a mirror, like. <laughs> so and they can't. So boring. You have to hold the mirror over to make sure they're still alive. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. At least, but at least, like with Odo, he was. I mean, because even Jake was like, "Hey, my dad's not here. Uh, we're gonna have a talk. And can you go, can you find him?" And then Odo, yeah. of course, is like the smartest one here, which That's is so good. Conversation. He goes to the oh, other no, guy and he's like, "Oh, oh show sex up. talk." <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to have a big yeah. talk, and he bailed. <laughs> And I don't like I don't like that either. And like what? So, okay, having being able to like meet Sirak Lofton and talk to him and stuff. He's a super nice guy Ciroc. and everything. Yeah. But in this episode, oh my, I can't find my dad. Can you help? I'm yeah. lost. I'm like, oh well, he God. hasn't been in a few episodes either. I, I think I think they're probably just trying to give him something to do. Something. Here's some lines, kid. Yeah, because he's yeah. only in like maybe half the episodes. Or a little over half. He's not in everything. Also, I just realized he said he was 14 in this episode. Yeah. And he hadn't had the talk he hadn't had, yet. He hadn't had the talk yet. I mean, dude, you were jumping around a space 
brothel practically. Like you have <laughs> and, all the different. And all species. him and Nog do is watch the transports for the women, yeah. for the girls coming off. For the Bajoran girls. Like, mm-hmm. He likes the, likes the Bajoran song. girls. That's that shit. Well, it's like, not paying attention. That's what they're getting into. <laughs> are there some <laughs> little? Are there some little? Are there some little profits running around on Bajor that we don't know about now? Descendants of of the emissary, like that. Well, it's like Mm -hmm. what's that? There's that that Voyager episode where where Harry sleeps with uh, with an alien, and it Mm -hmm. it does not go well. And then they they don't they bring up that there's like there's like a sex talk at the academy of like interspecies relationships, meeting rituals. Yeah, the Kirk meeting. It's it's a Kirk meeting. Specific training for Kirk's authorization before you can have interspecies relations yeah so i think we'd yeah wouldn't jake be on i mean at least have some sort of information because you're on a space station really far away i don't know he's a horny Logic would dictate, he's, yes, he's doing but... anything that moves doesn't matter <laughs> and he's Poor hanging jake. out with that little ferengi yeah. boy yeah. <laughs> nog. nog is not a good influence little so nog do you know oh, nog now that's a character arc yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen too much. He was, I think Nog was in like the first episode and we haven't really yeah. seen him much since. You just kind of hear it. Yeah, where they open the yeah. school. And... Well, and then again, because O'Brien's gone, because Keiko's gone, so there's no school. How amazing a, uh, of a school schedule is that? You're like, oh, my teacher had to go, you know, travel millions of miles, so I just have no school. <laughs> be amazing. It'd be so good. I mean, I'm honestly, that's that. one of the best parts about being a meteorologist in, in, in college is if we had any active weather anywhere near us, our professors would just go chasing with us. And so we could just like <laughs> skip class and go tornado chasing and everyone else had to accept it. It was amazing. So <laughs> that's like the most real life, like practical experience that you could get. Oh, right? it's like straight up Miss Frizzle kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> in college, actually, I had four summers where I went on convective field studies out in the plains where we just took 10 days with my professor caravan of 20 students and just chased whatever moved. And uh, that was that was probably the best four weeks. Well, no, probably actually more like over a month of my life. That sounds amazing. So it's do like, you... It's it, like Twister, the life game or something. Right? Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys ever get like, have like parties where you're like, let's watch Twister and pick out all the stuff that's like wrong and bullshit. Oh, bro, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> We actually, most of us have the movie memorized. Uh, that's sure. the big thing. Uh, it, like the, My wife would have sold you guys. It's <laughs> so much fun. But actually, this past this past spring, um, I noticed in Sioux City, we have a drive-in movie theater right off of the highway. And it's like mm-hmm. right across the river. It's gorgeous. And I very selfishly went to my boss. I said, let's do a Twister festival. The station puts it on. We rent out Twister. We show it on the drive-in movie theater. Because that's what I want uh, yeah. okay. okay. to see. Okay, I work for PBS. That sounds like something we would do. We exactly. would totally do an event like that. So awesome. <laughs> you know, we called it Twister Fest. We had the National Weather Service come out and do like a spotter talk. And then we just watched the movie with meteorologists. And I, I was just like, you know, actually, there's tornadoes that pick up whole herds of cows and then drop them in the field and they're perfectly fine. And then there's cow. other ones where they just fly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, like, another cow. I, another cow. I, I invited our, our local comic book store, uh, yes. people who own it. They're just amazing. And they sat next to me. And I'm just like, I'm going to ruin this for you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So 100% recommend hanging out with meteorologists. Heck yeah. And well, plus there's that whole scene in Twister at, at the drive-in. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's so good. Oh. oh, it was very meta at that point. We, we were thinking about doing a two-parter with The Shining afterward, but, you know, Ooh. budget. <laughs> okay, so yeah. for, the, for the holiday special, I propose we watch Twister and get Katie to just talk through the whole thing. 
Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just... <laughs> I thought we were doing right, sci-fi guys. for our holiday ones. You want to do qualifies. Hey, we got the sci part. And trust me, seeing that many tornadoes in that amount of time with no other chasers around is definitely the fi. Like that is completely <laughs> fiction. Yeah, I hey, I'm down for that. I I love me a good '90s like disaster movie. Those oh, are classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, oh. those were the best. Then we should get doc, Dr. Aaron on, and we'll pick like the like like the worst space movie and have her watch oh, that. Gosh. <laughs> which one breaks the laws of physics? Well, I was gonna say, which would you think would be them. the least? The least accurate sci-fi Serenity. movie in space. Mm. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you walked into that one. <laughs> That's more science fantasy. You <laughs> bitch, Phil. <laughs> no. Well, no, but even Dr. Aaron has said that Galaxy Quest is her favorite movie. So that's... I yeah, freaking love that, Galaxy Quest. See? And that probably so is. That's good. probably the least accurate of all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it knows what it's doing, though. They know who they are. Exactly. <laughs> like Sharknado. It has to be, like it's, yes. it has to be a, a sci-fi non-comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's trying that. to be serious. Which one's trying to be audience serious. is very specific. <laughs> Probably Jason X. I'm going with Jason X. <laughs> Jason in space, yeah. That, that might be it. Jason might be it. Nice. Um, Star Trek, where were we at? Oh, yeah. What? So, oh, yeah. Um, so, okay, so this actually counts as as an entire Ferengi shenanigan as well because Cork was trying to cheat, which is why they all get sucked in. So I'm, I'm counting in. it. Yep. Oh, I'm for counting. sure. So you can oh, add yeah. that to the list. Let's add no that one, to the shenanigans. No one dies in this, and Odo does not transform, so we don't get those. No, I was kind of sad. He, what? Well, does he? Doesn't no, he? All we have to get is a reference to him transforming, at least. But I don't. No, it's not a reference. He has to visually yeah. transform. Well, no, because the bucket we didn't see. They just talked about it. Uh, no, like, he, would you like a latinum cover? Like, he doesn't bucket? transform. Am I off an episode? Because there was one. Yes, episode, you are off by an episode. There was an episode where he just like blah, 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 out and just like slides <laughs> under the airlock Peace out. and comes out the other side as Odo. Yeah, it's not this one. That's this one. Okay. Uh, he goes into their. I wonder if I watched the episodes by accident. He beams into their ship and then goes into that bright white and then he ends up in quarks. Like he gets teleported into quarks, but that's kind of it. Oh, and he I yells. know what it is because I watched ahead for next week and I'm thinking of the the Nagus the next episode. Oh. Don't watch ahead, Phil. You've turned into David. You're mixing up episodes. I mean, yeah, pretty much. That's why but, I don't do it. That's why I try and just watch my two. That's right. Um, yeah, we get that, and then um. I was, it, it's kind of weird too. Like when, when, or Julian leaves and then they fall off the cliff and then the, they're like, Oh, we weren't in danger. And he goes, well, yeah, it's just a game. The game. And you're like, uh, like well, a, you man. should have told us that. <laughs> oh, oh man. See, if I were Cisco, this is why I wasn't commander of DS9. I would have lost it. I would oh, have yeah. been like, you're telling me <laughs> get in that game. <laughs> I wonder now if they play this back on their home world, like, do they volunteer to go be in the game? Cause they know that there's no danger. Like I'd I, volunteer. I, yeah. I, if you know it's safe, I would do it. It's like, a, do like it. a mind bender. Something. Oh yeah. I would do it knowing it's not real. It's kind of like Jumanji. Like whether you die in the game, you die <laughs> yeah. in real life. If Jumanji, Jumanji was real, I would sign up for it in a heartbeat knowing that I, if I knew I couldn't die for real, I knew I'd die. That, but that's the whole point the is they don't know. So that's, on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The safety <laughs> protocol. I am. I'm probably the person who would never turn off the safety protocols. I am not Shax and what's the cat lady. Dr. Uh, Dr. Anna. Anna. <laughs> Anna. God, I turn love off that the safety protocols. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're so good did did uh did you see that one cosplayer in vegas uh it was oh my gosh yeah it was naked shacks with a cat on him with the cat yes. and like oh, scratch marks that. Oh. that was so I, good i really hope that person was staying at bally's because if they had to walk across the street <laughs> like i did could you oh, imagine <laughs> that might not be the weirdest thing that you see in vegas right oh, that might fair. be pretty safe covered up. they're like it's covered <laughs> up okay <laughs> Oh, oh man oh my gosh i love it there were so many good good cosplays there it's oh, definitely worth I going yeah 100 percent recommend but definitely stay at the hotel that it's being held at because if you're cosplaying with a large phaser rifle and you're walking in broad daylight in the middle of the street yeah that's fair you'll may get not, looks may not be a good idea <laughs> where'd you stay at i stayed at the flamingo okay yeah so, yeah especially yeah, yeah that's gonna be weird I, I actually was... my parents i i actually invited them out my dad's into star trek but he's not into like you know conventions as much as me and my mom cannot stand like being in crowds but they yeah. did cover up my phaser with a jacket and walked it over across the street with me so that i wouldn't get arrested or shot <laughs> smart move thank you for the parents yes that's, yes. that's a good thing <laughs> they're my cosplay support and i love it no, that's I. I bring my stepdad. He's my, uh, uh my handler. So your handler. Yeah, he's, he's my I handler. made my dad a shirt because he's he's my handler too, and it says cosplay dad in the Star Trek font, and on the back it's a list of all the cosplays he's helped me with, and that's... I just keep adding on to it. It's fun. That's that awesome. So he actually he got asked for like pictures more than I did for a mo for like a, a solid hour. All these parents who clearly have children who cosplay, they're like, can we take yeah. a picture of that? We need that shirt. Oh, that's so good. That's so sweet. <laughs> That's like a good bonding thing, too. It is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so much fun. I should have him cosplay as the Alamarine guys. Because <gasps> I always look for easy cosplays for him to do. I just paint his forehead and we're good. Yeah. Clothes and thing on his forehead. That's mm -hmm. it. And apparently some fancy hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could. That's true. And and he could just walk around mumbling a song. That's perfect. <laughs> just Alamarine. Count to four. Alamarine. <laughs> I, I, at that point, I, you'd get two reactions. The, haha, I get what you're doing. And then just a violent no. <laughs> it's wrong. Uh, no. You that, that would you be worth it. You die. It, it would be so worth it. So worth <laughs> it. Nice. Um, so that's kind of how the episode ends. Yeah, they escape. Cork uh, was caught cheating. He loses his gems. And then everything's fine. And his dollar store it. gems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it reminded me of that bag of rocks that you can collect at like a museum. Uh -huh. Like, oh, for five bucks, yes. fill a bag of rocks. Yep. yep. Well, like you, you go to the goldfish section of PetSmart and it's like all these little gems you can put at the bottom of the fish tanks. <laughs> okay, okay. That's, That's what it was. The budget was crunched. I can appreciate. <laughs> I kind of wanted him because what they offered him sticks as like payment and then like, like a nectar. He's like yeah. dried out Jeez. churros. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just like well, Commander Ransom, like, he obviously he obviously yeah. didn't recognize the gems because they're from a different part of space. So I was like, why is he all excited about them? I have no idea what they'd be worth here. Exactly. I guess maybe because it'd be harder to get more to flood the market from a Ferengi's standpoint. But at the same time, Ooh, it would just be glass. Like, Let's just say it's like if we went over check. there with fool's gold and we're like, ha, more. <laughs> like here, shiny. shiny. That's pretty shiny. much. But it's a fancy thing from the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. Yeah, but they were Wait. from the Gamma Quadrant too, so. Because doesn't Quark in in Voyager in Caretaker 
he lays out a bunch of gems. If you haven't seen Voyager, it's not a spoiler. But he lays out a bunch of gems for Harry. They spoil out Did of he keep he does. any of the yeah. gems? Oh, we've got a prized assortment of gems. Yeah. For, Could those possibly be, be anything? a brooch for your mother that? or earrings or something. It'd be amazing yeah. if I'm it pretty was. sure they're the same gems. <laughs> Probably. Well, because when, That'll so be. this was what, TNG season seven? So then Voyager was starting like the following year. Yeah. So the timeline kind of matches up. They were digging up. through the old props and they're like, here, we'll use these. Exactly. That would be a level of continuity that no, no, no. Just that's one of the accidental. Oh, hey, look at that. That works. Yeah. Oh, sheer mistake. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same props, but different gems in the story. Ah, <laughs> there you are. Probably. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave. What's your Dave meter on this? <laughs> it doesn't even get a number. It's just a deep sigh. Just a sigh. That's, no, that's, that's usually Phil's scale. Out. Bill scale is usually grown from one to another. Um, oh, well, before we do that, we have to go through our kill tracker because we did have okay. a shenanigan to add to it. No one dies, so, though. I know, not in this one, but we do have a shenanigan to add. So we have our normal 1650 in TOS deaths, our 30,028 TNG deaths, our 11 DS9 deaths, because we're just starting out for a total of 31,689,000 souls lost. Uh, 31,689. I added an extra thousand onto the end of that. Not quite that high. Don't worry, you'll Uh, get there soon enough. We'll get there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no joke. We now have uh, four Ferengi shenanigans, and Odo has turned into a rat, a chair, food cart, a painting, and some shit in a bucket. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. Um, Oh, Uh, so so what's your your rating? I am going to... Okay, so my new adjusted scale from last episode... Putting a five actually as mid range. I am gonna put this right at about a four. I can't. Okay. I can't forgive the D and D relate. Like just having been the person who makes those kind of games, this is so unforgivable. No boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you, your DM was terrible. Basically, I, sometimes I want to sit the writers down from Star Trek and have a talk with them and just be like, "What were you doing? What were you <laughs> thinking? Years ago. Why did you Explain do this? Explain yourself." <laughs> I would knock off a point because they didn't have a Bajoran uh, dress uniform. Oh. That was very disappointing. Yeah. That Do they need cool one? To see. Well, you've got you've got Dax and Cisco standing there in their dress uniform. Julian's a dumbass, so he forgot his, of course. And <laughs> Kira's just standing there in her regular uniform. Like, no, they should have a fancy-ass yeah. dress uniform for the drama. Maybe they do, and she's just like, I, I don't care, guys. This is me. Yeah. Re- Rebel I can see Kira doing that. Yeah. She's like, screw it. But yeah. like, Would they have it, though? To make the... us do this and... <laughs> yeah, because the Bajorans have been occupied for like 70 years. I don't think they have like formal wear. Well, yeah, look at their uniform design. It is very like plain. It's, it's functional. Yeah. They could still have formal wear. Don't judge. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. They went to the clearance rack at Garrick's and then boom. That's right. I got, got I can't wait nice for Garrick to come back. T- oh, T- I love Garrick. Garrick. He's so good. Garrick. He's only in T.J. This... Garrick's. <laughs> Garrick's dress it's, for It's the outlet. Uh, Oh, so no, good. seriously, I love Garrick in the series. He's just so good. Yeah. He's only in, I think, what, one episode, season one, or, and then he comes up in, like, season two. That's when he comes back? I miss him already. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Like um, But then, uh, Katie, you, I'm kind of with you on this one. I, It's a silly, fun episode, but I, I kind of enjoy it. It makes no exactly. sense, but I like it. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those that makes you kind of giggle, like knowing how much it's despised. <laughs> like threshold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it in the really same is. category for me, but a little bit higher up because it actually has a decent story. I can see that. You like, call that yeah. decent, huh? Okay. I mean, it's better than having <laughs> your pilot abduct your captain and have lizard babies on a planet. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's scientifically plausible to be put into a game. I'm sure future D and D players will try to make that a thing. Yeah, like a virtual D and D. I did him. In, I put him into a virtual reality once. That's true. All right, that's fair. There you go. So <laughs> I, yeah, a little bit higher up on the believability scale. Than than lizard babies. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you just abandoned them on the planet. At least they left the game closed and finished. They didn't leave someone in it. <laughs> right. They should come but back like in like a million girl. years, and those little babies are like have evolved. Civilization yeah. that's evolved just, from them. Hello, father. Mm, That'd be mother. so good. Mm. Our ancestors <laughs> have returned. Mm. We do a prodigy mm. coming up with Chakotay and Janeway, so that's true. Mm. They could come back. I, I am hardcore shipping a children's show. Like, I, if I don't see Janeway and Chakotay get together, there oh, will are be. You a, are you a Janeway? Oh, we have a Janeway fan. Love them so much. <laughs> They were definitely a better couple than like Seven and Chakotay. Or, we don't because Jamie, that. He yeah, built her a bath. <laughs> he did. And a dude. headboard. They had was, a monkey. It was glorious. I, I was kind of crushing on him because he built this entire house in a bathtub. I'm like, dude, that's that's pretty cool. Darn He's like, right. you want a bathtub? I got a bathtub. Boom. Fine. Solid bathtub. Get yourself a handyman. <laughs> That's right. No idea what you're all talking about. No, <laughs> we're gonna love the monkey episode. The weirdest stuff I've ever heard. All right, you'll forget it by the time we get to it. Again. That's true. He will. We, we have a five couple minutes. years. It's... He'll forget in five minutes. He gets in one car accident. I... His memory's terrible. Yeah. His memory's horrible now. It's like a goldfish. Oh, like that before the accident. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. Just <laughs> undo. Just hit it again, and you're good. Yeah. That's that's I say, a movie logic. Someone with works. three concussions. I got you. Oh. What <laughs> were you doing to get concussions? When I was from... six, I hit my head on the curb while I was riding a bike, and I did have a helmet on, so just whoopsies. And then in college, like a year apart, I was tackled by a drunk guy while in an inflatable T Rex costume on Halloween. And then he drunk drove off. Uh, and then on the second one, I was at a meteorologist picnic and we were playing kickball and I got flipped over by a refrigerator sized man while covering third base. So that sounds violent. So much for non-contact. I got a great scar out of it, though. It was awesome. Yes. <laughs> Scars are always good stories. <laughs> They are like this one. I almost sliced my finger off while making a cosplay, and uh, so you bled yeah. into it. Oh, so much! <laughs> <laughs> I, I took a silver or like a silver ornament, one of the big ones you hang on an outside tree, and a serrated kitchen knife because I was trying to make a prosthetic leg for a Della Duck costume. Oh, I, I was just sawing it out. It was almost done until it went. Sh- and it slays right to the bone. And uh, my my boss wouldn't let me come back into work until I went to urgent care. That's probably a good thing. Probably for the best. It was fine. They it's just fine. gave me a tetanus shot. <laughs> and then just wrapped yeah. it. Yeah. But can, I'm sorry. Can we go back and say that you were going to make a Della Duck costume? That is incredible. Yeah. Oh, I That's did. And I met David Tennant in it. <sighs> That's actually, um, yeah, it, it was at my birthday. The first year I moved out here, didn't know anyone. I saw they were having a Comic-Con in Minneapolis. I'm like, 
Okay, cool. Jonathan Frakes is going to be there. Actually, a friend sent me a video. I, I got to ask George Takei a, bit, a question, and, um, and that was so much fun. But yeah, I was introduced to David through DuckTales as Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. yeah, I want to do a Della cosplay. So I single-handedly cosplayed, and I'm never doing that again. <laughs> torture so in cool. minnesota in the winter, in the winter. but Ooh. david david was appreciative of it and uh he actually said he was jealous of me because i told him i hadn't seen doctor who yet but i was going to start that night and he was going to be my first uh and mm. like my first doctor i was like are are there any characters that i just i shouldn't get emotionally attached to to which the room erupted <laughs> just all like, of them now i know better <laughs> i can't even get attached to him Nope. Yeah, right. every three years you gotta uh, readjust. That's why I'm like Star mm-hmm. Trek. I got Cisco. I got Picard. You know you're gonna have them for the entire run. Like, <laughs> yep. Good solid seven years. You're good. It's yeah. safe at Star Trek. <laughs> That's amazing. It's cool that you did that because uh, David's been wanting to do a Darkwing duck. I've been wanting to do yes. Darkwing or Wildwing from the Mighty Ducks. <gasps> I've really it's wanted so much to do fun. that. Oh yeah, if you look on my social media, I just send it to you anyway it's it's so much so much easier to do than you think because all you have to do is go to a thrift store and you just find the the jacket like for Della I got a leather jacket that was five bucks had scrapes and cuts and everything I just sliced it up and it worked I actually where'd it go I have the uh oh Doppler why'd you shoot on it but I do have my uh Della Duck aviator um, helmet that I made it's actually it's just out of crafting foam it cost me like five bucks to make so that cool. looks like not straight up peppercorn. Not bad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> peppercorn. Not many other people know about that. Oh, I, I know peppercorn very well. <laughs> we oh, built an, an iron, iron man nine, suit. Now, uh, Jeff and I built a nine foot tall iron giant that I made him walk around in stilts in. And I did the oh. entire thing via peppercorn. It was pretty cool. Wow. See, now I have a 3D printer, so I can play God even more. Yeah. Yes. I haven't quite made that transition successfully yet. Oh, my <laughs> no, gosh. I've tried. Do I haven't gotten to it. I haven't gotten <laughs> oh. to it. It's God. amazing. Man, it's worth it. Well, you, I'm going to be printing my own gold press latinum bars, <gasps> and I'm going to hand them out at the next convention. Yes. So. Um, my mailing address. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than happy to cover the, the postage. What's your Venmo? Exactly. Oh, no, it's going to be perfect because I'm going to put little ball bearings in mid-print so that it, it'll be sealed inside so it'll actually have weight to it. And oh, it's going to be so good. And those are pretty <laughs> small. Like, you can do a bunch of those and they're not, like... Oh, yeah. Can... I can do strips. I can do bars. I can do coins. Oh, that's awesome. That would be so amazing. I can even, like, you can point uh, print your own Delta badges. and Yeah. Badges yeah, and stuff, we've seen so. those, yeah. It's There's so much, so much we can do. I'm going to add this to my nerd list of things that we have do to it. do. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. Elgu V2, I think, it, or Ender V2. That's the one that I have. It's cheap, and they usually go on sale for Black Friday for like under 200 bucks. The Ender yeah. Create 3. Yeah, I have one of the knockoff yeah. ones, but I haven't been able to get it to work right, so I think I might have to go with the official. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. It's plug and play. I'm down with that. Sweet. Um, all right, sorry. Let's... <laughs> Let's wrap yes, this one up. Uh, no, no. Most of our episodes, we go on tangents about the most weirdest stuff. So yeah, this is not worry. the weirdest tangent we've yeah, had. Trust me. This is like not. Tangents are not a trust me. Mm-hmm. Trust feet me. Didn't even get mentioned. I know. We talk about feet. This <laughs> one. Sorry. Uh, oh well. If if snakes had nipples, where would they be? 
Like if snakes were mammals. That's my favorite, weirdest question I can go to. Would it have That's a single like the, one on its forehead, the end of the tail, along the back, on the belly? Would it just get road rash every time it slithered? Like, I was going to say, yeah, happen? if it's slithering around, oh. To the back? Or you could have them on the sides, and it'd Ooh. be like 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 the, the, the semi-trucks on the highway with the spokes sticking out of the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I would say sides, so then, like, the little, you know, baby snakes could, like, suckle. That's, that's my <laughs> That theory. would just look like a massive millipede with all the little babies hanging <laughs> <laughs> like leeches oh my god that's so a good question i enjoy so then yes. you will fit in perfectly you're good brilliant 100 awesome um katie where can people find you online what are your social medias yes so my social medias are at weather underscore katie on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok tiktok's the big one i'm actually gonna be posting a lot more here in about a month um partially out of spite and then also you yes. can find me on youtube <laughs> at so many random fandoms that's you know what spite can be one of the best things in the world so i i fully endorse that you could be like in the deepest depths of depression and if someone slights you you're like fine i'm gonna get better out of spite <laughs> <laughs> i it's love such it a good, such a good motivator i love that that's amazing <laughs> go check out katie's stuff and uh thank you for doing this you were always welcome back oh, if there's yeah. anything else you want to watch with us and you are welcome oh, to yes. hang out you, you you get to worst case scenario in voyager and i'm here like 100 percent sold, 100%. sold. Awesome. Thank you so much. We yeah, we greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Of course. It's a blast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David, anytime you need someone to just pop on, I'm here. Oh, hell yeah. I will reach out to you. I don't awesome. be careful what you wish for. You're going to be like, God damn it, oh, they're I'm just game. reaching out to me again. I, okay, after your, fifth, after your fifth appearance, you get a t-shirt. So That's true. If you are on five times, I will send you a shirt. You get five times? Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so you've already gotten two. So you're so close. Perfect. I got so a close. punch card going. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. See? It's better <laughs> than a frozen yeah. yogurt. <laughs> David, why don't you do ours and then we will be out of here. All right. Yeah. Find out what's your nerd trick at the nerdtrick.com where you can find our social media stuff, pictures of our faces, buy some of our shit. And whenever you are done betting on the most bullshit D&D game ever, you can give us a five star rating and review and we will read that out over the air. Uh, absolutely. That is it for us, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya. Thank you.